I can tell you absolutely unequivocally beyond the exclusion of every reasonable doubt that the story that I'm going to talk to you about, I experienced back, well, in the 1970s and 80s. My son said to me recently, you know, Dad, it is amazing how you see and talk about things 10, 20, and 30 years before it becomes a thing. And today, I want to talk a little bit about a a lawsuit filed by a Tampa police officer for violation of his rights and discrimination. Now, the Tampa Bay Times has published an article that a former Tampa police officer has filed a suit against the city claiming that the city is discriminating. And it involved a probationary officer who was not making it. And because the probationary officer was not making it, and this gentleman, his name is John Fritz Gerald, he basically was demoted and removed from his position, despite the fact that he had an amazing record without a blemish and had outstanding evaluations. So I know where the guy is coming from because after 22 years of the department, he retired. Now, the thing that you need to understand that if you've got 22 years at the Tampa Police Department, you've got a pretty good pension, but it's going to be the next eight years that you're going to be able to really pound the money in, the drop program and the back-end loading of the thing. So the fact that this guy walked, that is absolutely huge. Now, he is suing for reinstatement and back pay damages. And I'm here to tell you, I believe absolutely unequivocally beyond the exclusion of every reasonable doubt that if the St. Petersburg Times reported this article and they would be in a position to do everything possible to make this guy look bad, he's got a hell of a case. So John Fitzgerald is white, and the problem is that he was replaced by a black corporal with less experience and just a whole lot of issues. So it's in the U.S. District Court, and the problem for Fitzgerald is it probably, he's probably going to lose this. Let me make it really clear. Having experience in federal court, I can tell you the overwhelming probability is he's going to lose this. I give him credit for trying, but... He's in the department's District 2 office. They now have three districts altogether. And years ago, the only place we had was 1710 Tampa Street, which is now the law school uh, downtown. And the bottom line is they now have District 1, District 2, District 3. And I'm not going to get into all the details, but... You know, each of these districts has a field training program. So when officers come on the job, they're probationary, and they go through what's called a field training program. So there's a black female probationary officer. Okay, there you go. And she's not cutting it. Now, the Times did not report who she is. She's not a part of the suit, and she's no longer with with the department. So they go very methodically through this story, how a captain, lieutenant, and everybody basically is saying, including an assistant chief and sergeant, you have got to give these people a pass. And what they did is because she just wasn't cutting it, they halted the evaluations on the probationary officer until she went through remedial training. 
and make it really clear, you don't do that. You don't halt training. You don't halt evaluations. You have to continue it. So that is a violation of department protocol. Now, the word protocol doesn't exist. It's called rules and regulations. You have laws, then you have rules, regulations, and standing orders, okay? You have temporary orders, et cetera. But trainees have to be scored and the scoring, when I was down there, I'm sure they're doing it very similar because it's, it's just such a great program. The Tampa Police Department brought in the field training program, which was actually created in the city of San Diego. And the Tampa Police Department, when I was down there, it was amazingly how thorough and complete it is. And what you need to know is you're listening to a man who received a proclamation from the mayor's office. I have it. I still have it here in, in my uh, storage. I am the first officer who to be to be released from the field training program early. I mean, the, it just wasn't done. So it's a very strict thing. I had experience from another agency, and I apparently knew what I was doing. I was cut loose early, and I was cut loose for a couple of different reasons, we were grossly shorthanded. But I can tell you, I not only went through the program, but I was a field training officer. And it is critical that people that carry guns and badges know what the hell they're doing. Now, it's I'm not going to get into all the details, but the facts are the facts are the facts. And if the St. Petersburg Times, Tampa Bay Times, or we want to call that that uh, bird liner of a news organization. If they actually report, I mean, they reported things that it's like, you got to be kidding me. Now, understand that when I was down there, Jane Castor, who is now the mayor, who was a police chief, the current chief is a fellow by the name of Chief Brian Dugan. I thought Castor did an amazing job as chief. Not so thrilled about mayor, but you know, it is what it is. A lot of political issues that you have to deal with. I get that. But there's a quote here that says, Tampa's police chief, Brian Dugan, had instructed captains and assistant chiefs to look for opportunities to replace white officers with black police officers in order to increase diversity in the department. That's what the complaint says, okay? Now, you have to ask yourself, is that fundamentally wrong? You see, it goes down to a, a very simple thing. It doesn't make any difference whether you're black or white, brown or yellow, male or female, if you're a Martian or if you're one of the pod people in Scientology that came up from the ground in your, in your 35th uh, season as a, as a human being. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that. Equal opportunity should always exist. But here's the problem. Do you actually want equal outcome? Now, the problem with equal outcome is you can't guarantee that. And when you have people flying planes, carrying guns with badges who can ruin your life, do you want people that are less qualified or more qualified? When it comes to law enforcement, we have to be really blunt about it. You want to have the very best people out there because we used to say this, I had a, when I had rookies and I would, would train people, and, and I learned this when I was in the academy in Wisconsin, I said, you have more power. You have more power than a president of the United States, every member of the House and the Senate, including the Supreme Court, because those farts have to sit around and stink up polite things to make a decision years later. You have to make an instantaneous decision, and it better be right. When you pull your gun and you shoot somebody, you've got to be right. You cannot be wrong. So the problem 
you cannot be wrong. And that's just a real critical thing that you have to understand. There's no room for error. Now, as a result of that, I had several rookies that were just not cutting it. I had one rookie who literally drove my vehicle. I was in the passenger seat and I was looking over this godforsaken report. It just it didn't have any grammar. It was just horrible. And I looked up and my rookie was driving me up the exit ramp in downtown Tampa at Ashley Street. I screamed. I swear to God on my mother and father and sister's grave, I was pissing my pants. I reached over. I threw the car into park. The transmission just ground to a halt. I put the overhead uh, toggle on the lights and I just, I, I just literally, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I ordered a rookie, get the hell out of the car. She, she didn't know what she was doing. I jumped out of the car. I went over the passenger driver's side, opened the door, pulled her out, and I put that thing in reverse, and I floored it, backing down off the entrance ramp. I mean, the exit ramp to Ashley Street. Got down to Ashley Street, called my sergeant, and I said, get her the hell out of my car. I'm done. So, guess what? She had a temporary license. She didn't even have a permanent license. Somehow in her, she got through the system, but it was one of those hires that they needed. I get it. I get it. But this gal was horrible. She couldn't write. She couldn't put a sentence together. She didn't have a license. It was terrible. Same person. We had a stolen vehicle. It was a little tiny Volkswagen. Spotted it down around Neptune in the uh, Hyde Park area. I said, that car stolen. Oh, it is. Yeah, it was on the hot sheet. Uh, years ago, we didn't have the computers. We had paper. And I said, that's on the hot sheet. I looked at the guy. He looked at me. He knew he was made. And this, he popped the clutch and he was having problems shifting. It was, it was hilarious. This rookie could not get the car turned around because we were going in opposite directions. I got out. I said, stop the car. I got out, I opened my door, I ran, and I swear to God, on my mother, father, and sister's grave, the guy pulled into a driveway of a house and he was getting ready to book it. I was able to run down a stolen car, a fleeing felon, before the rookie could even get the car turned around. It, these are the kinds of things like, do you want those people on the street? So to every person out there who's, oh, yeah, we need to have diversity, I get that. Equal opportunity is critical, but not equal outcome. Because when you have somebody carrying a gun and a badge, a gun and a badge, they have more authority than the President of the United States. The President of the United States can't just go out and take a gun and shoot somebody, but a cop can. Supreme Court can't go out and say, yeah, no, that guy's guilty of murder. We affirm the conviction. They don't pull the trigger. Oh, these idiots in, in the House and the Senate, all they do is sit around and, and, you know, sniff each other's behind us and get their noses browner than brown and pass money out to lobbyists and everybody else. You know the system sucks. But when it shit hits the fan, who are you going to call? You call a cop. And you damn sure want somebody there who knows what they're doing and is willing to tell the brass you guys aren't doing it right. You wrote the rules. You got to follow them. Good for this guy. Frankly, good for him because there are some great people out there who are getting screwed over. Black, brown, yellow, white, whatever, male, female, 57 Heinz transitions of um, genders, including the Scientologists and the, and the Martians. Just make the rules. We'll all follow by them. But when you keep moving around, you keep moving the goalposts, all you're doing is pissing off real people. <laughs>